Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? We get a people. What they want, Jalen. Who is joining the program in he just has minutes? Bars, legendary bars. Styles P of the Locks, the Ghost, is joining Jalen and Jacoby. Do not miss it. Can't wait to talk to him. We'll talk to him about the Knicks, and the Knicks are in the news. Why? Tampering investigation. So we all know that Rick Brunson, Jalen Brunson's dad, works for the team. We all know that Leon Rose used to represent not just Rick Brunson, but also Jalen Brunson himself. And they're being investigated because this four-year, $104 million deal came together very quickly as free agency opened. Mr. Rose, what do you think about these tampering allegations? You know what, family? I don't like it. Um, Jerry Tarkanian once said, when the NCAA gets mad at Kentucky, they put Cleveland State on probation. That, that's how I feel here. Now, hmm. let me get this right. In this era where players have been MVP-level players, have left their teams and made super teams, that now all of a sudden you signing with a team that your father works for is tampering? Come on, man. It just feels like it feels like jaywalking. It feels like jaywalking. It's like, yeah, we should have the rule, but we shouldn't enforce it. You know what let, I mean? That's what no, it feels like. I, I don't let let the Knicks live. You know what I'm saying? Let Jalen Brunson live, man. And by the way, I was looking at them highlights. You know what I was thinking? Like, he should send the Phoenix Suns a gift. He should send them something because they got him paid. You see what I mean? Like he put in work against them. Utah and I'm really too. happy for him. And so, so, so it's one thing for you to change teams, basically, even though the money may be similar. And in the standings, the Mavs are clearly better than the Knicks. But what's going to happen with Jalen Brunson beyond who works in the front office? Shout to Rick Brunson, his father. Shout to my namesake putting in work. Scott Perry, my OG who's going to be at the JRLA golf outing. Did you know William Wesley got the name worldwide? From me, that's who. So I kind of know what's happening there. And let me just tell you this. I, I, I like your um, analogy about jaywalking. Let the Knicks live. We see they trying to get Donovan Mitchell. Hopefully that potentially happens. They're trying to grow something special. I don't like the tampering penalty if they get one. Well, not only are the Knicks being investigated, the 76ers are also being investigated. We all know that Daryl Morey is sort of running the front office there. And the offseason acquisitions just, oh, I don't know, just happened to be all, all former Rockets, basically. <laughs> so you know he has P.J. Tucker's name in his phone, number in his phone. You know he has Daniel House's number in his phone. They also picked up DeAnthony Melton. But Mr. Rose... They're investigating as well because of Harden's deal. They think there might be like a little wink, wink for the next deal. What do you think about these tampering allegations? I think this been happening since the beginning of time. Exactly. Like, and so let me let me give you the real dominoes. The real dominoes is James Harden would love to get a four-year max deal like Bradley Bill. That's what he would have loved to do, or even a two-year max deal like Dame Lillard. That didn't happen. So now you got to go into the office and you got to negotiate how can I get a second year that I control when I really didn't ball in the playoffs. You see what I mean, Jacoby? Mm -hmm. I got to mm -hmm. now prove I'm a max guy again. I got to prove I'm an all-NBA guy again. But just in case, I need that second year. So, all right, you take a haircut on the first year, you out back in or out or whatever, and now we'll give you a second year that you can control. So, James, you could go to bed tonight knowing that you got a two-year, at least $65, $70 million deal coming. But now we all know what happens. If Philly goes and balls, he opts out, they win the East, now he gets a three-year deal and he gets top dollar. That's all this is. Everybody getting signed is a residual effect. Of course, Dale Murray has relationships. He's a longtime GM. Yeah. You know, what do you think people are doing around the league? You had Summer League, you had NBA games. You, like, everybody got everybody's number. 
So that don't are even we make really, sense. Are we really supposed to expect for people not to talk to people that they have relationships with? Especially when we're talking about Rick Brunson and Jalen Brunson. And now we're talking about Daryl Morey and James Harden. Then we're talking about Daryl Morey and P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker played for years with the Rockets. They, they've got a lot of wins together, made a lot of money together. Same thing with Daniel House and Daryl Morey. Like the idea that these people are supposed to not communicate with each other until a certain time that the league says is just kind of silly to me. But again, I understand why there is a rule. It's like jaywalking. We need the rule, but we don't really need to enforce it unless we absolutely have to. And in my opinion, these tampering allegations don't really matter that much to me. Like, they didn't really change anything. Like, who was hurt? This is a victimless crime. Like, who who ended up getting, being hurt by this? That's my question. Other teams in the league? So while we're talking about what... Well, you you, you want to always make sure you're keeping the balance of power in tow. But the reality of it is, it's player-driven, ultimately. Like, as, as much as we talking about Daryl Morey being on the phone with those players, you know who they want to make sure wants them to come? Joel Embiid. You see what I'm saying? And so, uh, uh, of course, Philly's trying to do what they can to get closer to winning the East. And remember, on paper, it was like they were putting together a dream team. You got Daryl Morey in the office. You got Doc Rivers on the sideline. You got mm-hmm. the MVP-level player, Joel Embiid. And their rosters continue to get better, as you mentioned. I love Maxie and his improvement. Tobias Harris is still a veteran putting in work. Thibault's a lockdown defender. Like, they have the pieces, right? But when you look back at the landscape of the East, all of the top players have won it, not Joel. And so now this is his turn. This is their turn. Their turn. Let's see if they get it done. I want to talk to somebody. Let's get GM Jalen on the phone. <laughs> What up, though? GM Jalen, so good to talk to you. Um, I know it's been a a long, crazy summer for you as the general manager of the Nets. This is David Jacoby here, the general manager of the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, I know your work, your reputation precedes you, so I'm just going to say, John Morant's off the table, all right? I'm just going to start the conversation by saying that. John Morant's (laughs) off the table. I don't want to hear the the syllable ja, okay? Okay, That's that that noise you hear in the back. I'm, I'm riding through traffic. And there's a lot of construction happening on the East Coast right now. Just listen, and just I'm listen. getting close to the bridge and the tunnel. So just in I've case got, if I've I lose got, you, just, just, I'll hit you right just back. Really quickly, Maybe. I've got a package for you. I've got a okay. package for you I'd like you to take a look at, right? Young, excellent player. Jaron Jackson Jr. Desmond Bain. You saw how Desmond Bain exploded. Danny Green to make the salary work. I don't know exactly what the rules are there with Danny Green. And not one first-round pick, not two first-round picks. Three first-round picks in exchange for the services of the Easy Money Sniper, Kevin Durant. What do you think, Mr. Mr. GM Jalen? I think pairing Kevin Durant with John Morant lessens the value of those three first-round picks. Morant and Durant sounds good, though, doesn't it? Doesn't that have a nice ring to it? Yeah, Morant and Durant? Come on. That would be incredible. One, One of Ja's best moves last year Kevin Durant was actually involved in on the left side. You remember that play. Mm-hmm. And Job kind of put him in the rearview mirror and just dunked on the whole team. I remember so, that, too. So you love That's this, so you love this put, package. We have a deal? I, I, I remember that, too. That's why I'm not going to give you KD to go with Ja. And no? So, so um, that, that's the one thing. You know how much I love Triple J. You know, righty mm. that plays left, can shoot that three, can block shots at the rim. Yeah. Desmond Bain, he's a little tank out there. He's like a no-limit tank, you know what I'm saying? Can shoot the three. <laughs> uh, Danny Green, hopefully he get well from his injury. Uh, I, 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 I understand that he's no a seasoned veteran, tank. a champion. You know, hopefully he gets some more good years left in him. But uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, hey, hey! Hey, when the, when the last time you've been to New York? When the last time you've been to the East Coast? I haven't been for a while. You, you want to you sit down and have dinner and talk about this? Yeah, that we're close? Yeah. We're because close? Li- because li- literally, like, I'm trying to talk to you on the phone. I'm getting close to this tunnel. The signal's messing up. Hello? Uh, Hello? Can't, can't you know, hear, I, I'm uh, losing uh, you. Uh, uh, you know what? If I lose you, then I'll make sure I just hit you back. All right, all right. Jalen, LeBron James, <laughs> and Draymond Green. <laughs> Our champagne and campaigning. I believe it is in Toronto, and I want you to take me through this footage as someone who's champagne and campaigned Toronto many times. Look at the dance. 
Not only have I champagned and campaigned in Toronto, I've done it as a Michigander that has driven three and a half hours to go celebrate. I've done it as a Detroiter that was an adult that was able to move and shake. I've done it as an NBA player, and I've done it as an actual Toronto Raptor. And you know what that weekend is called, sir? It has a term, it's called Carabana. So you put some respect on Carabana. It's one of the most exciting and fun times in the history of my life, okay? That's what they were doing. So you do any kind of dances when you at Carabana. The Macarena, the, the, the whatever. And so they living their best life. And I Shout love them so very much. Shout out to them. Good for them. Enjoy themselves. Jalen, there's some huge news in the world of golf. All we've been talking about is the PJ Tour and the Live Tour and this and that. Live CEO Greg Norman went on television and confirmed that before he got there, the Live Tour offered Tiger Woods in the neighborhood of $700 to $800 million to join the Live Golf Tour. Tiger turned it down. Jalen. Are you surprised that Tiger Woods turned down a paycheck of this size to join the Live Tour at this point in his career? If you offer me to do something that's not illegal and you're going to give me that kind of money, would the Eel and Al Scratch say? Looked up and down, said, hmm, I'll take her. Right? So if you're Tiger Woods, Jacoby, I understand like the... The pendulum changes if he gets involved, though, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's one thing to have multiple other golfers, and the world has to accept, kind of like Charles, Charles Barkley said, that we, quote, unquote, all have accepted blood money. And for Tiger Woods to now do it, though, that now becomes a major loss for the American tournament, so the, the PGA tournament in particular. So... I'm pretty sure after his car accident, he he's appreciating time with his family, like all of us, enjoying life. But man, let me tell you something. At this point of his career where he may or may not win another major, this is a major parachute package. I know. That's the, that's the reason I'm surprised by this is just where he is in his career, the unfortunate car accident. Like, I don't yeah, think man. he's going to be competitive in the PGA Tour. It says a lot about his belief in the PGA Tour because people always say, well, oh, Tiger Woods has enough money. Like, no one has enough money. Like, no one has too much money. And, and so, so anyone says, well, oh, Tiger Woods has made this much in his career, so he doesn't need the Live Tour. Like, everyone could use a couple more hundred million dollars. Let me you know, tell you something. Everyone could use that. Let, let, let me teach you something that you probably didn't, I didn't probably even tell you. Don't underestimate how many rich people went out and bought tickets for that billion dollar prize that one person claimed in Illinois. Okay? Don't don't ever don't ever. Let me tell you something. Successful people are the most driven people in a lot of cases. And how you get where you're going is you create momentum. And so you don't just walk past that quarter. I'm picking that quarter up. You'll just walk past that dollar. I'm picking that dollar up. And then all of a sudden it's a $20 bill. Speaking of that, where the Harriets? Where are we getting the Harriets? And where are we getting these Harriet 20s? Where are anyway, these Harriet Tubman's? Like, we were talking about, about them like this a my year. Whole life. Where are the Harriet Tubman 20s? And, and I'm a, what's going to happen first? I'm going to investigate that during the break. And right after the break, who joins the program, Mr. Rose? The ghost, my brother, our family, Styles P, next on Jalen and Jacoby. Coming to you live above the Heineken River Deck here at Pier 17 in New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Rose. Very special day today. One of the best MCs bars! ever, ever joins he us. He got bars. Who is that? The Ghost. SP Styles P, one third of the locks, gangster and a gentleman is joining us. What up, though, family? What's good, fam? How you doing, man? Good, man. We appreciate Get you on. taking the time. 
So yeah, always have, a pleasure to be with you, gentlemen. You have, you have a show August 18th at Irving Plaza celebrating 20 years of the song Good Times. What, is it, what does it yeah. feel like to know that that track, 20 years later, is still going and still relevant and still on everyone's playlist? It feels very good. It feels great. And then I know it's a lot of potheads out here. <laughs> and since There's I was in the video, it, and since I was so very fortunate to be in the video, it may have been some in the air when we were shooting. And I have to ask you, Legend OG, there, the Locks as a group is the gold standard to me. Um, shout to Jada, shout to Sheik Loose, the Silverback Gorilla. But I have to ask you an important question about groups. Who are your top five groups of all time? Of all time? Ooh, that's rough. Um, Tropical Quest, NWA, Public Enemy, Outcast, MOP. Mm. Ooh. And the out. <laughs> Mash out posse. Good pull. Yeah. So. Jalen and I were lucky enough to be in the building during your versus battle against the Diplomats. Legendary. It was my favorite event I have attended in my life. Tell me, take us behind the curtain, behind the scenes. What was that evening like? What was the buildup like? What was the prep like? And what was it like being on stage? Um, it was a it was a crazy event because, as you know, before it, everyone was on lockdown for a while. So I believe it was the first live event that the city has got to go into in a minute. The energy was just kind of in the air. Um, like for me, it got surreal. Like the few days before, when hearing Angie on the radio say, "This is for the title in New York," and then I was hurt when I heard Kevin Durant said he thought he was gonna lose. I was like, "Lady, that's my dog. That's my, my favorite player." And then when we got at the Garden to see Michael Buffer, then reality really set in. Like you know what I mean? It was like, "Oh, this one's for chips." So we, you know, we prepared. We did what we had to do, and um. Dipset is our brothers, and I believe we put on a great, epic, historical night for um, hip-hop in New York City and just people who like to be entertained in general. SP, I want to talk about the transition of artists and entertainers to now embracing being health nuts. Pharmacy for Life, that's your thing. You're doing a terrific job. I need to make sure that I order some more stuff. But talk about the transition of being in the game the last 20 years, I remember at a time it seemed like Lil C's was the only guy working out. Now everybody working out and, and, and making sure that they're health conscious. I mean, I think it's important for us as people, especially people from poor communities, whether you're black, white, brown, um, you have to make sure you're taking preventative measures. A lot of poor people don't go to the doctor. A lot of people, poor people don't have health insurance. And we're eating very bad on top of that. So the key to it all is Watch what you're eating, work out, and practice preventative measures. Care about the inside of your body just as much as you care about the outside. And I believe um, that's the key to it because where we're from, you, you have to look, you know, um, we get an opportunity to make money and move in wealthy neighborhoods, more affluent neighborhoods. And we get to, to see that there's a big difference in the groceries, the schools, everything happening. So it's our job to make sure we're at least implementing in our community to make sure we eat better. And that's what, um, shout out to the whole Juices for Life staff, crew, my partners, Lee and I, um, Hit, um, shout out to Yee, Envy Kiss, and uh, um, Yonka Store and Brooklyn Store. But um, with Juices for Life, when, when me, Nye, and Leo started it, we had a vision of just making sure we were implementing for our neighborhoods to stay healthy because a lot of people chase money. But if you're not feeling your best, you're not even thinking your best. And so you're kind of hindering yourself. So us three sat back and said, um, shout out to Nye, because Nye had it before we had it. He had a prior juice bar, and me and my partner, um, Juice Lee, we used to just go there and he used to spread the word, and he closed it down. And then they said, yo, you got to be a partner in this. And then I was like, okay. And then it was like, we got to do this for our people who spread the message. And we've been doing that ever since. And then my beautiful, smart, genius wife said, you have to do more than that. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, you have to take the things we use in our medicine cabinet for ourselves and bring it to the people. So that's why you see black seed oil. That's why we take oil of oregano. That's why we take some um, sea moss, bladder rack. 
and you know we we're trying to we're, we're trying to be the first company to let big pharma know that everybody's not against you come down here there's a lot of people who can't afford to go to the doctor don't have health insurance and you should be invested with companies like ours and other companies who are trying to heal with natural holistic ways we don't have to be enemies some people are going to pick western medicine because they can afford it and they trust it. Some people are gonna go with um, natural medicines because they trust it and they could afford it, but there should be room for everybody all across the field. Well, one thing I know about your sort of health routine, because I follow you on socials, you're getting in the gym. I see your workouts, lifting yeah. up the knees, lifting the weights. <laughs> yeah. Like, How many times yeah. are you in there and how has that changed over the course of your life? Um, it change, that changes a lot. And I believe with, with everything, you know, um, you get off course, on course, and um, Sometimes I stick to the juices in pharmacy so much I wasn't working out as hard as I should have been. It's a it's a mind, body, and soul thing, you know? You have to you have to work on the trifecta. You have to make sure your mind's doing good, your body's doing good, therefore your soul will be doing good. So I try to hit the gym at least three, four times a week, um, get some good stretching in, hit my calisthenics, and I, I have I have legs of like a healthy crackhead. <laughs> so I'm trying to get them bigger, but it's like my thighs grow, but my calves, my calves will not grow. It's like I'm like a crackhead who just came out of the county pen. They're strong. They can do a lot, but they're not growing, man. They just won't, they just keep getting more cut up. So yeah, I think you have to work on yourself as much as possible. And in this day and age, we live in a time where people, you know, yeah, I skip leg day, but I never skip brain day. I think a lot of people are skipping brain day. And you know what I mean? I think you have to be mindful of what you put in your body so you're mindful of what you're doing out in the world and how you're treating other people, the things you're saying that are right, the things that you're saying are wrong, be able to make a daily assessment of yourself. And that comes with um, just trying to be the best you you can be. Styles P, you're a legendary lyricist, and that's been acknowledged for a couple of decades. You've gone toe-to-toe with the best on verses, on bars, on songs. Pusha T recently gave his top five MCs of all time, and he listed you. What was it like to hear him give you that kind of love? It was beautiful. I mean, you know, it's cool. I, I know I know what I am in the league. You know, for me, this is verbal basketball. I am a triple-double dude every given night. Um, I get my flowers from a lot of um, my, you know, my peers, but Pusha just happened to do it on a, on a very large scale, and I pre- put, put, appreciate Pusha. He knows that. He's one of my favorites also. The man is so wicked on that mic. And I think Jedi's just recognize Jedi's, and um, I think Pusha's just one who likes to root for the underdog, so he had to make sure he threw me in there. But... Um, it's a beautiful thing when MCs come up to you and tell you, you know, you're one of my favorites, you ill with it, you know, you sick. It's just, a, it's, you know, it's like you. You know how it is when somebody say, when you, somebody else got game and they know you got game. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, be busting ass. and be like, thank you, bro. Yeah. You be busting ass too. I appreciate those flowers and that motivates you to go bust more ass. Absolutely. And as a legend in the game, I have to ask you, and clearly not to pick a side because Griselda is our family and Funk Flex is a legend. But when you see like the conversation being discussed about New York artists and the responsibility of the DJs and breaking new artists and supporting artists, what has been your thoughts about just dealing with that over your career? For me personally, I look at it like you build relationships with people you cool with and you can work with and you count on those you can count on, but also be prepared for people to um, not be there for you. Be prepared to have to go the long, extra hard route. Be prepared to not depend on the radio. The one thing I didn't like about it is they're both huge, and I feel like, you know, nowadays we have to find a way to delegate on our own time without negativity and involving the media, which is gonna blast it more out of place and make it more negative. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody's pretty much a phone call away or a couple phone calls away, or you know someone who knows someone. Um, Griselda's made a hell of a mark in this thing. Flexus has made a hell of a mark. And it's always for men and um, artists and women also, ladies, to delegate and find a proper way to do it. I think we're too used to running to the gram and um, voicing our discrepancies. And then you're not going to get a kind of a, a wise resolution. It's a lot of ego involved once a lot of people are looking and talking and chatting about I don't want to see anybody in the industry beefing at all because it doesn't make money at the end of the day. It doesn't make money and it just leads to more 
more negativity. So I'd rather see everybody find a way to delegate, meet in the middle. And you know, I don't get it. I haven't got radio. I don't think I ever get radio play. They don't even play I'm black during Black History Month. Once you get a, a certain amount of <laughs> once you get a certain amount of years in or time in, I think artists have I look at it like this as an artist. It's like like I said, for me it's a verbal sport. After seven years, you're not gonna be the hottest thing. You're not gonna be the the top thing no more. Now you have to work on making it a career and then working on seeing if you could luckily make it to legend status. So if you got a name, you made your name, you know what I mean? Um, it's great to get more support from other people, but if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Keep pushing. The DJs can't make you anyway. The program directors can't make you. Um, vice versa with for the artists and the DJs, you know? So just we have to work with each other. One hand washes the other, both wash the face. It's a beautiful foundation when we're able to work together. You know what I mean? No. Well, I know you know, but you have definitely made it to legend status no a doubt. while ago. No been, been legend status. Thanks to a gentleman. Thank you. So I want to ask you about the New York Knicks. I mean, you famously represent Yonkers, New York, and they're right now they're considering trading for Donovan Mitchell. They're going to probably have to give up four, maybe five first-round picks and some young talent. Do you think that would be a good idea for the franchise? Yes. Why's that? Yes. Yes, because he goes hard. I believe I he has. A, I believe he has thick skin. I believe he's what New York basketball is pretty much made of. Um, the Garden appreciates the small plays and the little things you do. He does a lot of huge, great, beautiful things on the court, but he does a tremendous amount of little things that count in a game. And I think that would be beautiful for the Garden. And I think. One time or another, we're going to have to say, let's get a star and stick to it, not be fickle, let them run, base it around them, make the whole team, and um, get rid of the Knicks owners. <laughs> get rid of those, Nepotism. Nepotism. Got to get rid forever. of them, man. It's, that's what it is, man. Or if not, then he should just listen to the people. Look, the Garden's going to make what it makes, and I get it. I get it as a, from a businessman standpoint. You know, I get what he's doing, but for the city, I believe he will go down in history if he takes his time out and just cares about what the city wants. Mm -hmm. If he just does it once, I think everybody will switch their opinion about him. Everything will be whitewashed, get Mitchell, spend more money, build the team around him, and um, yeah, I think it'll work. I think it'll work. Ghost, I have to ask you because I've fortunate enough to be in the studio with him and see him do songs, do verses, and not write anything down. And so I have to ask you, what was it like recording with Big? Beautiful. It was beautiful. And you know, it's funny, like, as you say that, because Big didn't write either, but mine not writing, I never tell people about it, because mine's came from more of a slow point. Like, I have an offbeat, onbeat. And I could just never look at the paper and remember the rhymes. And then I always had a stock job. And then I was always, had a other job too outside. So I didn't have time to write the rhymes and I just couldn't never read the off beat on beat. So I began to just memorize everything I was saying. I looked at it like it's my essay, I'm making it. I can remember the essay. And so to meet Big and work with him and see that he worked the same exact way, it really felt like okay this is this is something new because that wasn't nothing to brag about it wasn't it wasn't anything to say like you know what i mean it wasn't a thing at the time but to see another mc working in the same way and you know and i think that's why he loved and appreciated us also he was like wow it, it just feels like you're in a league of your own i just felt big was special because i felt like he was the if we want to put it in, in basketball terms he was the most well-rounded player there wasn't a part of this game he was he was missing. Like, you know what I mean? Most most people are good at two or three things. Three is really pushing it. Big was really good like at everything. Like flow, precision, timing, switching a flow, wordplay, um, using other people's styles, speaking to the ladies, getting fresh, saying hard stuff. So he was just a well, for me, he was the best MC just for, for that, for those reasons particularly. So that's like the third or fourth time you made parallels between sort of, you know, lyricism in the rap game and basketball. Mm -hmm. So I have to ask you right now, who is the Styles P of the NBA? 
I don't know because I got to go with an old workhorse because I can't say I'm a young dude. So <laughs> I can't say I'm a young dude, but if I if I was compare if I was to compare my my style to a player like um I would say nowadays that's a hard one, man. That's a good that's, question right there. That, that's that's I a like hard that one because he loves sports too. He look at he yep. thinking. <laughs> Nowadays, I'm gonna all time. Yeah, you or even all time. All, time. All, all time slash um, Rasheed Wallace, Barkley. <laughs> Score Rasheed Wallace, Barkley. Like, get physical out there. Get into it yeah. with the refs. Get into it with the crowd. Yeah, yeah for me, she never gets enough. She never gets enough props for what he brought to the game in that fourth spot and what he did. His aggression. His loyalty to defense, his um, how he could shoot from far, how he get wicked in the paint, how he defended hard. Like when they when they won that when they won that chip against LA and she was on Detroit, he he put a lot on his back. So for I, I like a player who plays both sides of the, of the court. You know what I mean? Defense, offense, and gives it his all. And I definitely would have had the most text. So, <laughs> I like that. And also, you ready for this? He also played like you in Air Force Ones. There you go. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? She bought in Air Force Ones. No doubt right, about it. Crazy. Absolutely. So what's next for the all-time great group, the LOX? Are we in the lab working now? You can expect a new freestyle any day now. Just to warn y'all up, let y'all know we still wicked on that MI. And we in the lab working on a few things. I'm working on a solo. Kiss is working on a solo. Sheik is working on a solo. I have Beloved Part 2 coming out with Dave East. Um, we we working, man. We in the mix. Um, shout out to my little brother, Bucky. He just got home. He got he got life return. That's my little bro, my artist. So watch out for him. He is very, very wicked on that mic. You know what I mean? Shout out to all the D-Block artists. We just, we're in Moxburg, Snipe. We're just working. We at it. You know, one, two. Shout Dave East, yeah. too. Family. Big shout yeah. Dave East. Wait till that beloved two come out. Woo. Can't wait. Ooh. Make sure you come back on and preview that for yes. us, please. Thank you so much for taking the, the time. I also want to thank you for that night in Madison Square Garden. That was my, that was my favorite, my favorite thank event you, that I have thank attended. You, that was a classic night. I was so happy was, to be in the building. It was crazy. It was crazy to look around and see y'all, though. That's when we, we started looking around. We're like, oh, my God, there's so many stars in here. This is in the middle of it, Jadakiss pointed at me and he goes, Jacoby. And I was like, I made it. I was like, I made it. I made it. I was like, it's over. It's like, this, this is the best night of my life. This is the best night That's of my long. life. That's long. Love, though, man. Love so much. Looking, forward, looking forward to seeing you soon. I'm coming to the juice spot. I'm going to order some pharmacy. And I'm going to come represent in August. I love and appreciate you, my brother. Looking forward to seeing love you God. soon. Appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. Peace. We'll be back with more on Jalen and Jacoby right after this. Styles P. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Rose. Another day, Brittany Griner remains detained in Russia. This this is incredibly too long. She's been wrongfully detained 166 days. Like we just here at our show wish her first her 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 health and and sanity, um, and sending prayers and just a speedy safe return to the United States. Jalen, it is getting to late summer, so we have another name to add to the best shape of their life list. Take a look at the list. We now have Orlando Brown, who's playing for the <laughs> Chiefs with a franchise tag. He is the latest to join the best shape of their life list. Take a look at the list, Mr. Rose. Who else do you want to see join this Time team? to get paid. Time to get paid or just got paid. I ain't mad at him. The only thing I'm mad at, for real, and Zion and Luca are on our radar. I'm mad that I've never been in the best shape of my life. That's what I'm mad about. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow on ESPN2, 4 o'clock. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is podcast-exclusive content for our podcast listeners. 
Jalen Rose, a couple things I want to discuss with you. What up, though? Mark Stein has reported that Anthony Davis is motivated by online slander. That Anthony Davis is seeing what people are saying about him on the internet, and that's motivating him to get in the gym. Is this the same Anthony Davis that didn't touch a basketball for two months? I just want to make sure. <laughs> same guy, right? Because I'm pretty right. sure he was getting slandered right. during those two months, too. It's funny what seven days could change. It was all good just a week ago. This is this is off-season narrative 101. Um, when the season ends, AD was dealing with some injuries, obviously. Lakers didn't make the playoffs, didn't meet expectations. He was healing up his body. It got reported that he hadn't picked up a ball in weeks. He said it. it to you. The next day, he was in the gym. You know what I'm saying? The next day. Video out and everything. And so now they hired a new coach, Darvin Ham. And like I keep telling you, one of the main things that he's going to want to make sure that he does is get Anthony Davis playing like a top-tier player again. And obviously, as a franchise, they want to keep him healthy. That's, that's goal number one, beyond the fact that you understand what you're going to get from LeBron. If you get the version that you got at the end of last season, obviously, that's a terrific um, thing, especially at his age. Russell Westbrook, got to stagger his minutes with LeBron. Coach already said, I'm going to need him to set screens. I'm going to need him to play deep. I'm going to need him to make open shots. That means if he's not setting screens, that means if he's not playing D, that means if he's not making open shots, that means he's not going to be starting all season. That, that mm -hmm. say, say, Save this, okay? okay? This is going to be some broken news. And so now we're looking at AD. He know it. We know it. And you bring a guy like that in, I remember there were years of my life where Magic was out there, 6'9 point guard weaving through traffic. Kareem get the rebound, he throw the outlet. Cap might walk three or four steps because they preserving him while Showtime was happening, four on three, three on two, two on one. You bring in Magic to preserve Kareem. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And when the break wasn't there, what did they do? Wait on Cap. He get across half court, they dump it to him, left, right shoulder shimmy, uh, sky hook. You bring on the young lion to elongate the career of the OG Hall of Fame, all-time leading scorer of the NBA, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who's going to be surpassed by LeBron James. So therefore, Anthony Davis has to play the role of regular season dominance. Yep. And it can't be playing 50 games, and he can't. He, obviously, he can't control if he gets injured. But if you're the Lakers, you're gonna need him to play 70 games. That that's what you're gonna. They'd need. be gonna ecstatic need with 70. Games. 70 would they'd be ecstatic if you told yeah. them right now that Andy Davis is playing 70 yeah. games? They'd be like, all right, let's book the parade. Yeah. Let's book the you parade. Need, you need him to play 70 games, and why? The standings. You can't underestimate everyone else, and. If he's not playing 70 games, that means you lower part of the you lower part of the West. You lower part of the West, that means you flirting with the play-in. You lower mm -hmm. part of the West and you flirting with the play-in. You flirting with the Golden State Warriors or the Clippers in the first round, which means you getting bounced. It's <laughs> that simple. If, they, so, if there's a six seed <laughs> or, or worse, it's over. <laughs> correct. Correct. It's over. Correct. Correct. If you it definitely and so and so based on that jockeying for position is going to be imperative to try to keep Anthony Davis healthy and him motivated, whether it's by people on social media, whether it's by people in his own locker room, whether it's by the whole coaching staff. We'll see. I'm telling you, well, I'm excited to see that. Jalen. I want to talk to you about the Super Bowl champion Detroit Lions. 2023 Super Bowl champion Detroit So they had their rookie karaoke. And Aiden Hutchinson came out there 
and killed it to Michael Jackson's Billie Jean. Now, I love this idea, but it got me thinking, Mr. Rose. Me and you have done a lot of things together. We've never done karaoke together. What would be your go-to song? If you had to do one karaoke song, what is your go-to song? I, I, I'll say this. There, there's certain um, like artists and or songs that I felt like were in my cadence. And a okay. couple of people that come to mind are <laughs> Keith Sweat and Al B. Shore. Oh, okay. I feel like they're in my cadence. Keith Sweat, what, what is your cadence? You know, they're in my pace. They're in my pace. So it's like, uh, let me tell you. Uh, uh, they may be young, but they're ready. <laughs> ready to learn. You know, like, like, like songs like that. Uh, or Al B. Sure is like, um, killing me softly with a song, telling my whole life with his word, killing me softly. You know, like <laughs> that's your cadence. What makes yeah, that your cadence? cadence? What yeah. makes that your cadence? Because, like, I, I, I feel like not only can I do I know the words to those songs, I feel like. I feel like if I had to get in the booth and put those vocals down, you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't so, clearly be as dope as them. Cause the, I, I, but by the way, in effect mode, I'll be sure and make it last forever. Key Sweat, classic albums. So don't add me. This, Jay. I don't, don't have a me. go-to karaoke song, and I'm not great at karaoke. You sometimes you have to look in your in the mirror. And just be like, these are these are some of my weaknesses. I'm not great at karaoke. I'm not great. I'm not, it's not that I'm not a great singer. I just I, I need to get the, the people involved. And I think my song selection doesn't always get the people involved. Last time I did karaoke was my wife and her friends, and I picked John Cougar, Mellencamp, Jack, and Diane, a song that I like. But <laughs> my wife and her friends are younger than me, and they, they're, right. they're not they're not John Cougar, Mellencamp fans. So halfway through the song, they're looking at their phones. You know what I mean? They're talking to each other. They're ordering beers, and I, I did a quick, I did a quick one-two around the room, and I was like, "There's no one even paying attention to me." And this damn song has got two more minutes left. Bad Too song long. selection. Too long. I need a good. I need. You know what? I'm gonna get in the lab. I'm gonna go by myself to karaoke. You know what I mean? It's, it's like it's like before the league game. We gotta get some shots up. I'm, I'm gonna go to karaoke room by myself and just get some shots up. Get in the gym working. But big shots to the Lions. And Aiden Hutchinson, and all of my white yeah, brothers got, you taking know over what? the defensive end I need to get a couple of Lions position. on the show. We'll have to work on that. Yeah, yep, let's do it. But, I mean, again, we're coming for that pass rushing spot. We're coming for yeah. that edge rusher spot. You know what? We about to be the official show of the Detroit Lions. Let's let's do, let's we are. Go. There's let's no other show of the Detroit Lions. <laughs> I don't think Michael Greenberg has never fixed his lips and said the word Detroit Lions. I do got the helmet up here, don't I? Yeah, first take, first take, don't talk about the Detroit Lions. Ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. We ever. are the official show Forever, of the Detroit ever. Lions. <laughs> In Detroit, they don't, Detroit Sports Radio doesn't talk about the Lions as much as we do. For real. <laughs> I love the Lions. We going to a Lions game? Let's go to a Lions no game. No doubt. Multiple games. Multiple games. Go, you know, I'm definitely going to Pistons games. Now, now, you, now you got me. You got Ivy and Durin. Like, I'm there. I'm yes, there. indeed. Yes, indeed. I am, I'm going. I'll go yes, without indeed. you. I'll go yeah. without you. Even wow. if you're not in town. Yeah. Even if you're not in town, I'll go without you. That's what we building, I'm going to hit you up and get me some tickets, but I'm going to be there I got you. <laughs> we building, baby. Let's do this, Kate. Detroit's back. I'll be in Detroit for the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy golf, celebrity golf tournament. Tell the people how they can get involved, how they can attend, how they can donate. JRLADetroit.com. We just completed our 11th school year, our eighth graduating class. Now my mission for the school is to get a state-of-the-art gym and facility for expansion. And the goal is to raise $10 million in doing so. And I'm really excited about everything that we've done and all the progress that we've made. But our scholars deserve this. And so the 
golf outing and the gala August 21st, Sunday, Monday, August 22nd golf outing. And it's gonna be a, a, a star studded event. But the one thing I always appreciate about the golf outing, and you can acknowledge this, is it's become a family affair now. That's what I like. It, it's, there, there are people Best. now that's going to be there that's like, I've been here five years. I've been here 10 years. That's I what I like. The, I play with the same group of guys every year. They're the absolute <laughs> best. And, like, you think if you see someone once a year that that's not that much. But I got real relationships with these guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of people I don't see once a year. You know what I mean? Like, like these are my guys. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's spending nice, nice time on a course, riding around. It's a beautiful course. Some beverages involved, a little yes. gambling involved, a little yes. competition. You scramble. You know what, Jacoby? You just said a key word. You and I gonna gamble. Oh, That's yeah. what we gonna do. Oh yeah, I'll be at the, well. I'll be at the blackjack table just watching people that get so mad at some of your moves. I love that. That's part of the <laughs> tradition too. That's part of the tradition is just watching Detroiters lose their paychecks because Jalen Rose split kings and then walk up from the table mad, taking the bus home. Like, and I name my son Rose. after you. Yeah, I'm about to go yeah, change his name. I'm about to change his name. <laughs> Splitting kings when I double down. Also, the dealer's reaction is one of my favorites, too. The dealer's like, all right, whatever, man. You can do whatever you want. Are you want. sure? Like, like yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. the dealer's like, like definitely you can sure. do whatever you want. Like, there's no rules. Like, I, I, You know, it's not like a bar where I can't serve you. It's like, there's man, no rules let me here. tell you something. I got two kings, and I'm looking at a six. I'm splitting them kings. It's I don't so care dumb. what nobody says. So dumb. So dumb. You have to do it against a three, dog. Don't act like it has to be a six. Dude, I've seen you do it. I've seen you do it against a three. I've seen you do it against a two. Any, that's anything momentum. that's not phased. It depends on the momentum. That's momentum. That's momentum, he said. It's worked out for me. I've seen it work out. I've definitely seen it work out before. Let's play some craps. Let's play some craps done. this year. Done. Done and done. Oh, that's great. I can't wait. I'm flying out on Saturday. I'm done. That's Saturday. the day. That's yeah, the Saturday day. night. And then Sunday, just relax. Go to the gala. Yes. Be great. Big shout to Mo Badanga, my basketball crew. There's an event, Reese Beach, that Saturday, the 20th, out, out on the beach, little three-on-three tournament, the Night King. Scotty Williams won one last time it was on. It's been off because of COVID, but we, it's a great day. Play basketball in the sunshine, have some food, have some beverages. My first beer is usually like 10, 15 in the morning. And Love then we go those out days. To the beach, jump in the water. Reese Beach is nice. You know, everyone's outside in the sun. After you play basketball, jump in the ocean. And then going straight to JFK. It's going to be a great day. Eating finger food. It's going to be a great day. Hamburgers, wings, tenders, hot dogs, fries. They got hot dog flavored candy corn, Jalen. Candy corn flavored like hot dogs and hamburgers and fruit punch and stuff. I mean, candy corn tastes bad to begin with. I do not need a hot dog flavored candy corn. Like, what is that even? What are we doing? I agree. And you know we too busy. uh, And we got so much stuff to talk about. We don't even mention, I was just on Good Morning America. We don't even, Great we don't job. even mention. Tell, take us behind the curtain. Take us behind the curtain. So you just reminded me when you said that one of the chefs from Philadelphia made a hamburger with peanut butter. No, thank you. Sometimes there's a reason that no one's done it before. Like no one's ever done this before. You know why? It's a dumb idea. And when you get the burger, they also gave you a condiment of jelly on the side. Wow. I tasted it. It wasn't my cup of tea. I wasn't necessarily mad at it, but... So tell the people I, what you were doing there. Tell the people why you were I, having these burgers. Correct. So, Give the context. So I was a celebrity judge on Good Morning America to determine which restaurant has the best hamburger. Now, if you know me intimately, I don't eat many hamburgers at this point in my life, and I'm definitely not doing it at eight in the morning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so first off, when I got that email, I, that's that's like a double. I was like, oh my goodness, that's about to kill my stomach for a week. Well, the first thing I was thinking, I was like, I don't know. I told my, Michelle, my executive assistant, who's the best, and 
and working tirelessly to make sure the JRLA golf outing happens and every other thing happens in my life. We were like, uh, I'm like, oh, we can't respond today. I need to think about this. Like, I don't want to wreck my stomach. <laughs> Straight up. Do they really want me to taste them? And then I'm like, I do love hamburgers. So I'm gonna make sure I'm hungry. So I, I ate earlier the night before and didn't eat breakfast that morning. So then I was hungry. And myself was a judge. Titus O'Neill from the WWE was also a judge. Tiki Barber as well. Got a chance to see my brother Michael Strahan was also there. And the winner was, you can't make this up. Shout to Freddie Gibbs, cause he the one told me this. I never even thought about it like this. Jason Gibbs. It's only right when you are talking about the best hamburger in the United States of America that the winner has a chef named Bun B. Oh yes. Bun B has the best hamburger. What was on Bun B's hamburger? You can't make this up. Bun B. Trill Burgers. Trill Burgers. Love it. I'm going to tell you something, dog. I like the little seasoning he had on that. See, I'm about, I need to have my own seasonings. Like, it, 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 it's one thing, I, I like it a little, it was a little, um, first off, I like thin patty. I don't like the super thick hamburger patty. The other one was the other ones were thicker. Like his was a little thinner. I like mine's a little thinner. That's the first thing. Mm. How do you like yours? Okay, I'm glad you brought this up because like I want to discuss this. Like a saucer. I want or... people to call nine eight five eight zero Jalen and tell us tell us your ideal burger toppings and your ideal burger because. I don't like the big, thick burgers. I went to a bar yesterday, and the dude next to me got a burger and cut it in half. And I looked at the inside. It was like an inch and a half thick, bloody red, like undone. Like, just like raw hamburger meat. Like, I shouldn't have to, like, stretch my mouth open to eat it. You know what I mean? I, Correct. Ah, ah, like, like, you know what I mean? I shouldn't have to squish it down just to fit it in my mouth. Correct. I like a thin patty. I like cheddar Agreed. cheese or American cheese. And I like lots of pickles, raw onions, lots of lettuce, no tomato, mayonnaise, ketchup, salt, pepper. That's my burger right there. What is your ideal burger? Okay, here, here's my ideal burger. Um, thin buns also. So whether yeah, it's yeah. bread even. Thin bun. I don't, yes, I, I, same I, thing. I don't want big bun, big no. patty. Especially if it's like I don't want to, I don't want my bun to be substantial either. Like I kind of no. want to soak up some of the grease and just kind of like be like a, just like a little thin like grease sponge. Yeah. I don't need those like like baguette style crusty no. outside, no. too hard, kind of feels stale. No, no, thank you. No, no, no. So Continue. thinner Your bun, ideal burger, equivalent to the bottom of the bun. Like at least you know, at least you know. So so thin bun. Um, thin patty, great seasoning on the burger. Like you did, like I need, I need, I need seasonings in my life. When I was put little, put powders like, on top of that thing that I never heard of before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want exactly. stuff I, that doesn't have a label. You know correct. what I mean? Like, like yes. I want, I yeah, want the, me, the, 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 yeah, the mix me, that doesn't me, have a label. My, my mother-in-law had that. She she had her own seasoning that she made. No label. Correct. Correct. Yeah, give me crazy seasonings. Um, I'm versatile with the cheese. I like my onions as well, but I'll take them grilled. Nope, nope. See, don't be, don't, don't dare put any heat to my onions. You I ready the, I for this? I want the bad breath after you this. You ready for this? Go ahead. That was one of the attractive things about the Bun B Burger. Amazing, awesome grilled onions. I love grilled mm -hmm. onions on my burger. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I, I can do with or without the condiments, mix and or match. I have. You know what I rock my, with on my burger at the crib? A1 steak sauce. Big steak sauce on the burger guy. Big steak sauce on the burger guy. No steak sauce on the burger for me. A1 no steak only, sauce on the burger. No, A1. no, no. Seriously? I'm, I'm just telling you what I like, dog. You can't get, can't get mad at me about what I like. I'll give you a no that people may. On my bun, especially growing up, I need a little Miracle Whip or mayo. Mayo. 
I need that on the bun. Um, you know what? It, throw the bun on the grill for a second, too. That's what I definitely. always do when I'm grilling. Just throw the bun definitely. on the grill for a little second. Just to get those definitely. grill marks on there. A little toasty toast. A little definitely. char flavor. Definitely. little skid marks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me the skid mark bun. Give me the you skid mark saying? bun. Yeah, throw those skid marks on there. Uh, I, I'm not a mustard guy. Nah. I, I, you know, I could do a little ketchup. Just just a little splash. You know, not, not, not nothing crazy. I like to have a pool of A1 steak sauce I can dip my burger in for every bite. You know what I mean? I like to have little pools. I'm not rolling with the A1 on the hamburger. I'm just telling you what I like, dog. I'm just telling you what I like. But you, let, 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 me ta- let me tell you what else I like on my burger. Egg. Oh, you lost me there. No, 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 Jalen. No, no. Egg. No. No, no, don't be bringing baby chickens over to my burger party. Yes. No, no, no. I no, like no. egg on my burger, too. When I first no, no, got no, no. to L.A., and I saw Fatberg. I was like, I've been doing this for 25 years. No. I ain't gonna even lie. There might have been times I sat in the office with Magic Johnson was like, OG, how can I get in on them restaurants? Like, I got you, I got you, I got you. I'm still waiting. <laughs> you want a franchise? You want a Fatburger franchise? I'm still waiting. I'm still I waiting. I wanna see you back there. I wanna see you back there with the hat on, flipping burgers, <laughs> yelling at people. Jalen likes it. It's hard to work for Jalen Rose. I hear you on the phone all the time. Jalen Rose is a, is a stern manager. Sometimes you talk to me like that. I'm like, I don't work for you, dog. Like, I don't know what you're to me like that for. What do you think I am, dog? And the other thing is, I don't take days off. I don't take days off either. Very detail, very detail oriented. Jalen Rose is. He's on top of everything. You can't slide anything past him. I would not want to be in a relationship with you. (laughs) Oh man! Call nine eight five eight zero Jalen. Tell us what your ideal burger is. Tell us if if fried eggs belong on burgers. Let us know. We always appreciate the phone calls. All voicemails Friday. Call nine eight five eight zero Jalen. You can leave us a voicemail. We'll put it on the show, just like this one. As always, first and foremost, shout out Reg the Legend. And I have a versus, um, I have a versus battle I want to introduce. And it's Red Man versus Method Man. Yup, medicinal. Peace and love. Bye, y'all. Two of my favorites to ever, ever, forever, ever speak into a microphone. Red Man and Method Man. Forever, ever. Hot Nicks, who I one time sold a nickel bag to in 1997. <laughs> on 8th Street. He wanted my I whole bag. His friend, his friend was trying to rob me. But Method Man, he, he knew the situation. He knew I wasn't going to give him my whole bag. I waited for an hour for this thing. <laughs> 1997, before I worked at ESPN. This is why I love this show. Red this Man is the and Method only Man. place you'll get this. This is the oh, only I, I, place. He was walking past. The, he, I was buying a, Friday, I was buying a Dutch Master. He was walking past. He was the best. He had a, he had a Jets jersey on. He had like ribbons taped to his arms like the ultimate warrior. You know what I mean? He always had so much <laughs> style. Yep. Big shout to him. Big shout to Redman, my favorite MC. So what do you think about this? You are the matchmaker of the versus battles. This is this is would be a natural celebration of this partnership. Is it is it are they too much alike to be in a versus battle against each other? Hey, hey, hey man, let me tell you something. This is like picking against your kids when they're both doing well. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's one thing where one is doing very well and you like 60. You're like, man, he 35 and still doing this, and he 30 and he's still doing that. No, this is like two legends that I can't split in any way, shape, or form. They, it reminds me a little bit of the, like the too short E40 thing. Like it's kind of like a celebration, not necessarily a back and forth battle. Correct. I, 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 and they got too many songs together. So many songs together. That's, that's the together. other thing. They got so many songs together. They got albums together. They got movies together. You know, that's more than two. Like, Too Short and E-40 have a lot of records together. Method Man. Well, now they got Mount Rushmore. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, they're they, they too affiliated. They're too affiliated. Too affiliated. That's the ruling. Too affiliated. You know, I just, can, can I complain for a second about what they did to How High 2? Like VH1 yes. put out a How High 2. I forget, it was, it, was, it was Lil Yachty, I think, was in it or something, starring Lil Yachty. No shots to Lil Yachty, but how are you going to make a How High 2 without Red Man and Method Man? How are you going to make a How High 2 when it airs on TV on BH1? 
Like, how do you do that to the How High franchise? Somewhere someone's mad about this that's not me. Like, someone, someone, it, this is disgusting to me. How do you well, do this to How High? Well, let me jar your memory, sir. Of course somebody's mad besides you because we started a petition, remember? I know. And it got, it got, like a, it got five figures of, of uh, you know, cosigns, <laughs> signatures. <laughs> Like, they're not putting out Godfather 4 on, like, you know, Paramount Plus as, like, a, like a you know, star whoever. No, they're not doing that. You can't do that to the How High franchise. I'm very upset about that. I'm going to pretend that that one never happened and that they're going to come out with How High 2 with Red Man and Method Man. I spoke to somebody who will not be named. That They saw the script. They saw the whole script of How High 2 and Red Man. I can't even tell the story because I don't know. I'm violating some NDA somewhere. But like, I heard the whole plot lines and everything. I know it was in motion, but it ended up on VH1 starring Lil Yachty. Well, all all I know is this. There have been a lot of things that have taken place since we've done this show for the last 10 years. In sports, entertainment, politics, or whatever. The reason why I can't pick between Method Man and Red Man is we love them so much, that's the only petition we've ever done. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> that's the they only do, petition I'm, we've I'm upset about done. that. I'm upset about that. They need to come out with Hot Hot too. If there's a script somewhere, I'm going to shoot that. I'm going to get rich. I'm going to get rich and fund it. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with another special guest. Who's joining us in the program tomorrow, Mr. Rose? The Ghost. No, that's today. Tomorrow. We have another special guest. Oh, tomorrow. I want to thank, I I thank Styles Michigan. P for coming by the show. I want to thank Styles P for coming on the show. Dope interview with him. He's the best. Appreciate him. Who do we got coming on tomorrow? The gentleman that's coming on tomorrow once dropped this legendary bar. I ain't from Michigan, but I'm in a Fab Five. Yayo 50, bucking game. You know his freaking name. Lloyd Banks going to be with Jalen and Jacoby tomorrow to talk about his new album and to break bread like we do with our guests. Make sure you check it out. Lloyd Banks tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. Why is that Jalen Anthony Rose? We're not done. We're not done. Is this the only show where the co-host is going to talk about buying a Dutch master and almost getting robbed? I love this program so much. We are not done. Got to give the people.